0: Welcome to the Successful Podcast. We are super excited to release episode 25 for you guys today. Today we're talking about how to get fully booked in 2024. And we are in Bali, so if this looks a little bit different, if you're watching on YouTube, one of the 25 subscribers at the time of recording this, uh, we do appreciate your support. Welcome, Steph.
1: Welcome, guys. We love the 25 YouTube subscribers. We are so, so grateful for you. And we are looking out at the most glorious vista right now. Literally, we have like, I keep getting this degrees wrong. Is it 300? No, it's like 180 degrees views of of the ocean right now. It's so beautiful.
0: And what happened this morning, Steph? What happened out in the tennis court?
1: (laughs) We actually went and played a little bit of pickleball this morning. Obviously, if you guys haven't already heard us talk about it, we're on 75 hard. Which means we have to do two workouts a day, every day for 75 days and plus a heap of other stuff. But today, one of the workouts was pickleball. And at first I almost had Tim the first round while he was figuring out, he's like too powerful. (laughs) He's too powerful. So he couldn't figure out how hard or slow to hit the ball. So I almost had him on round one, but then I got my ass whooped. I got my ass absolutely whooped in rounds two and three.
0: Yeah. Bali is super hot and humid. So this 75 Heart outdoors has been brutal. Yesterday, we nearly died on a walk, not being dramatic at all. I feel like I nearly perished on a walk back from the gym, which was great. So let's kick us off. I will start with lesson of the week, guys. So usually I'm pretty businessy with my lessons. And today, this is not super businessy. So I was doing some scrolling on Twitter, which I love. I get in a scroll hole. It's the best. And I looked at, there was actually a sleep study and it looked at sleeping with a significant other, which was pretty fascinating to me. So the study actually came, well, the study actually worked out that men sleeping with women have a decrease in their sleep quality by 14%. And women sleeping with men have an increase in their sleep quality by 7% which was fascinating. So it made me start to think about maybe it's like a primal thing where a woman feels safe and a man also just feels normal when he's like on his own or or isn't with a woman in bed. But they actually found that the easiest way to increase your sleep quality was a double duvet. So you have a blanket each, which I thought was pretty self-explanatory, but this was revolutionary in the study to some people. We, Steph and I, sleep with our own blankets. So we slept we have,
1: with our own blankets for the last few years, yeah.
0: Yeah, so if you want to improve your sleep quality, Get two blankets.
1: We're just like hyper practical. Like the minute that we started arguing over like the duvet, the easiest solution was two duvets. Like it just made so much sense to us.
0: Yeah, we have two king duvets on (laughs) our king bed, which is ridiculous because like half your duvets on the floor at all times and you're just sleeping in one corner.
1: Yeah, it's so, so good. Well, I love that lesson of the week, Tim. Thank you so much for sharing. So My lesson of the week, and this actually comes off the back of probably the last few weeks of witnessing our clients go into the planning session that you ran, Tim, for 2024. And I think it was a really good reminder for me and for all of our clients on how important it is to actually take time to plan out your year. Like I said, we ran a a planning session a few weeks back and the feedback from the clients has been insane. They have been saying things like they've never felt more prepared going into a year before and they're so clear on what they need to work on first and exactly what they need to do to get there. And I thought that it was really kind of obvious that you would plan your year out. And the truth is that most people spend more time planning their vacations than they do planning their year in business. And then they wonder why they have the results that they have. And in one hour, you could have your entire year planned out with all your vacations actually included as well. But... If you don't take the time to plan your year, then you are not going to be in control of it at all. So instead of taking a time so much time in your year to like plan out where you're going to go and where you're going to stay and all the holidays and blah blah blah, if you took that same amount of effort and you put it into your lead generation, your sales funnels, your content creation, you would be so far ahead in your business. And so with that in mind, one area that we look at when we're planning our year and our clients is getting a full pipeline of leads. Because obviously, if you guys don't have leads, you won't have sales. And if you don't have sales, you'll have a business that you hate. And so today we want to talk about how to get fully booked in 2024 so that you don't hate your business.
0: So Steph, I will ask oh, I'll kick this off with a question. Before we dive into the how to of getting leads and sales, what are the most pivotal factors to getting fully booked next year?
1: So I think that there are three main factors that are important before just going out. I think what happens is that most people get into business and they try and get fully booked straight away, but there's three things that you really need to be aware of and and have dialed in prior to trying to get fully booked. So the first thing is that your offer has to be good. We we talk about offers, I would say, in almost every single podcast episode because we actually think it's one of the most fundamental things that you need to have. If your offer's not good, if you, if the service is, you know, that you're selling isn't a heck yes for somebody, isn't a no-brainer, doesn't solve a heap of problems for them, it's going to be really hard to sell. Regardless of how many leads you have, right? We've seen lots of people have lots and lots of lots of leads, but really crappy offers. And so they can't convert. So the first thing is your offer has to be good. The second thing is your service has to be good. So the difference between an offer is like this is the thing that we're selling. And this is the thing that you're buying and the services, is, this is how we actually follow through on the thing that we said that we were going to do. And so your service has to be good. So there's no point us selling people into success school and then like not showing up for calls or giving it half-assed or not doing any additional stuff. Like it's, it's not what we promised that we would do. We we want to go above and beyond, which is why we're constantly working on success school. Your service has to be good. In fact, in better than that, your service has to be great. And so your offer has to be good. Your service has to be great. And then last but not least, you have to be taking action on it every single day. If you want to get fully booked and you want to stay fully booked, because here's the truth, it's easy to get fully booked. But if you want to stay fully booked, if you want to constantly have that pipeline, you have to be taking action every single day. So Tim, if you are confident in your offer and your service and you're in need of more leads and sales, so if someone's listening right now and they're like, my offer's great, I know I do a great service, but I need more leads and sales, where do we start?
0: Yeah, I'm going to kick this one off with a little bit of context, guys. So we've got three different stages in uh, any kind of marketing cycle. We've got top of funnel, middle of funnel, and bottom of funnel. So top of funnel is like content. Content is awareness and know, like, and trust. If people don't know, like, and trust you, you're not going to make sales and you're not going to move them through the funnel. So think of this as like an actual funnel that you'd use in the kitchen to funnel rice or whatever it is. Like to put stuff in the top is the most important part and you have to be creating this awareness content. People that go missing on social media or they go missing  – emails or they go missing and in networking or relationships, et cetera, they don't have the top of funnel step. And then they're, they're essentially going to struggle in business forever. So the number one thing you need to do is you need to show up and you need to make content. Okay, really simple. Second part here is middle of funnel. So this is taking someone from, you know, like liking your stuff, no like and trusting you and then getting them to give you some form of information or their details, whether you're giving them a lead magnet to solve a problem, whether you're showing up for a webinar, whether whatever you're doing to take them from just knowing you to like actually liking you and trusting you. That's the middle of funnel. So you need to be doing that. And then lastly, we have bottom of funnel and that's creating offers to turn them from like interested or prospect to a client or a customer of yours. Okay, so they're the three stages of it. You need all three of those in your marketing plan. Otherwise, you're going to have a very hard time building a seven-figure business. And if you're listening to this podcast, that's what it's about. We're here to help you build a seven-figure business for free on this podcast. If you want to get there faster, obviously, successful.io. We would love to have you apply for the program. But if you have those three, if you have three pillars in what you do, so we'll give you an, an example here. So in successful, our examples are sales, marketing, and scale. You can have three different offers for that. Okay, so let's say. So you're going to launch one in January, February, and March. Each of the offers would be around those pillars. So for sales, we're going to say, do you want to sell at 80% on your sales calls? We'll teach you that in Success School. Here's our offer. For marketing, we're going to give you an example here. Do you want to get 10 clients with Instagram? We teach you that in Success School. Here's how we do it. And then for scale our offer is, do you want to work less than five hours a week? We teach you that in success school. So that's an example. You need to be making offers in your business, okay? That is how you're going to stack cash. That's how you're going to have a better 24. That's how you're going to live a life of your dreams. If you're sitting there behind your computer scared, you don't want to send the email, you don't want to make the post, you don't want to reach out and do the networking, you are not going to be successful next year. You have to make offers. So if you're confident in your service, you need to be making offers. That's how you're going to get more leads and make sales with what you do. You need to be showing up putting out content, you need to be doing lead magnets and webinars and you need to be making the damn offer.
1: So Tim, can I ask a question on this? Yeah. I'd love to know where do people go wrong here? So we have top of funnel, we have middle of funnel, we have bottom of funnel. Just to confirm, top of funnel is content, middle of funnel is like your lead magnets for your webinars and bottom of funnel is like how we're making offers. Where do you see most small business owners going wrong?
0: Yeah, I'm going to put it bluntly here. When they do the middle of funnel stuff, usually the lead magnets suck. Okay, and that's the, the number one where it goes wrong or the webinar sucks. So people have a problem and they need to they need to the solution needs to be delivered to them in the lead magnet or webinar okay so uh, oftentimes people make webinars they're like 10 ways to improve your life you know like something really airy fairy like that and no one wants that no way no one's going to give their details over for that and it provides no value so a really good some lead magnets we've done that have really popped is like my sales script that's produced 3.2 million dollars in sales okay that's high value because someone can plug and play that in their business immediately
1: and they also know what they're getting guys like you know know 10 steps to improve your life like what am I getting is it fitness is it health is it mindset is it meditation is it like I don't know what it is and so it's not hyper specific whereas like here's my you know sales script that's created 3.2 million dollars in sales it's like I know exactly what I'm getting and I know exactly what problem that's going to solve it's going to solve my sales problem right so I think where most people go wrong with their lead magnets is they're just not specific enough they 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 uh, they're too way too generalist Like your lead magnets, your webinars, they should be solving very specific problems that your audience is aware that they have. One problem that I see a lot of is that a lot of people kind of try to skip the content phase and go straight to the offers phase. <laughs> mm. A lot of people are like, oh, but I post once or twice a week on Instagram and I, you know, I do these, these, the Instagram stories and I'm I'm trying to, all they're doing is trying to sell all the time. And you're missing that awareness piece. You're missing that no like, and trust piece. And you're going straight to just like buy my stuff. Guys, if you're trying to skip the dating phase of dating your clients and you're trying to go for a one night stand, that's exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get clients who are wishy-washy. You're going to get clients to try and get out of your programs. You're going to get clients to ask for refunds, you're going to get cane in the ass clients when you don't actually attract in and create great awareness content. I love this top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel funnel stuff, Tim.
0: All right. So Steph, what's your advice for business owners that feel like they've exhausted their audience?
1: So- most of the time, business owners that have exhorted their audience are only using one platform in my experience. And so, and more often than not, we work with a lot of female entrepreneurs, a lot of female business owners, and most of you are using Instagram and Instagram is Obviously, and Tim will tell you this because it's very true, it is my favorite platform, but that does not mean that it's the only platform that we should be using, okay? If I only used Instagram for my business, I could tell you right now that I wouldn't be where I am today. And we would not be able to sustain the revenue and the growth that we have had over the last couple of years if I only used one. And this would be the same for any any marketing channel at all you could use instagram you could use linkedin you could use facebook at some point you are going to have to diversify lead flow so my advice for business owners that feel like they've exhausted their audience is it's probably time to diversify your lead flow now that doesn't mean that you need to just like post and ghost on all platforms i think what i see a lot of people doing is like just jumping around platforms it's like you have to make sure first of all that you have the processes in place to be able to be on those platforms for example there's no point posting on linkedin and twitter and facebook and instagram and you know all and pinterest and all these platforms if you can't actually get on there and engage and, you know, if someone sends you a DM on that platform or someone tries to reach out to you on that platform, you have to actually be ready to reply and and have a process in place for making sure that you can get there. But you do need to diversify your lead flow. I'd say that if you feel like you've exhausted your audience and you want quick and fast results and you need quick and fast audience growth, then one thing that Tim and I have seen work time and time again and has worked for us 100% of the time every time is Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. It's it's by no means the answer. And what I mean by that is I think a lot of people think, oh, I'll just run ads and I'll make you some money. Just to be very clear, ads get you leads they don't get you sales. Your sales process gets you sales. Your landing page gets you sales. Your emails get you sales, but Facebook will get you the leads if you know what you're doing. Okay, So Potentially, if you're looking for leads and you've exhausted your audience and you want to do it now and you want to do it fast, then you should definitely join Tim's Facebook ads masterclass that he's running in a couple of weeks' time. And there'll be more details on this in the in the show notes, I think. But I uh, would love to see you there because you can't do what you've always done and expect different results.
0: Just on that note, guys, imagine you go to hospital, you get sick, something happens in your family, you can't create content, you know, you fall out of the loop for a couple of months and then obviously your business grants you a halt. This doesn't happen with paid ads An example of this is I can put a a, like a 60-second reel up uh, of the podcast. I can do a clip and I can get uh, clicks and views for one cent. And then I can target my warm audience. So the people that have gone to my website, people on my email list, my Instagram followers, my Facebook followers, I can target them for one cent. Who can't afford one cent or $5 a day to keep yourself top of mind in someone's eyes? If you're relying on on organic or you're relying on uh, one platform, you're going to have a hard time in 2024.
1: I agree. So what's your advice for a business owner that's just getting started and maybe they have very few leads and sales?
0: Yeah. So my first piece of advice here is just get some clients. Okay. That's number one. Okay. So if you're, I, I see this all the time, like I'm sitting on my high horse, I'm worth way more than what I'm actually charging. I'm going to go in at the high end. I'm worth $100, $200, 300 400 $500 an hour. And they actually don't have any clients and they don't have any runs on the board. My first piece of advice is get some runs on the board and get some clients. okay? And if you have to lower the cost of your program or your mastermind or, or whatever it is for you to get clients and get runs on the board, get reviews, get testimonials, that's the thing I would be doing. I've seen it time and time again. Someone will launch their first program. It's a three or six month program and they're charging 3K and they're getting on sales calls and they're getting knocked back. It's because mm. you have no rep, you have no runs on the board, and no people proof. don't trust you. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no proof in it. So do it cheap. Like Steph started off doing twenty five dollar, you know, one hour business coaching sessions at our house. Okay, <laughs> like that's humble beginnings right there, and that's creating rep. And now look, it's a seven figure business. I like, think
1: you don't get to skip that level, guys. I think mm. too many people try to skip that level. They they try to skip it. They try to go straight to the three thousand dollar mastermind. Guys, like I didn't charge three thousand dollars for a mastermind until I was two years into business coaching. Like and Tim didn't charge anywhere, obviously for fitness, you don't charge anywhere near that, but like, Mm. you know, you started out doing $1 PT, like literally $1 PT. And so I just think that too many people come into business being like, I'm just going to go and charge what other people are charging. It's like, you have to build the rep. You have to get runs on the board. You have to have proof that you know what you're doing. What else?
0: Yeah. Literally the first couple of years in business, you're going to make fuck all money. It's going to be The hardest thing you ever do, you're going to get no respect. No one's going to work with you or want to work with you and you're going to make not much money. Okay. So that is like, so accept that. that. Like that's the reality (laughs) of it. Like that's just how it works. And every year, every month, every day, you just hang your head in the game and you get better. You get more skills and you improve yourself as an entrepreneur. It gets better.
1: Absolutely. What else?
0: So my second thing here is work with someone big in exchange for a shout out. So if you know someone or that someone's in your network that you can work with, even if you don't know them, that can be a cold. You can reach out to them, work with them for free, get them in your program, get them in your course, you know, do your consulting with them, do your service with them in exchange for shout outs on social media. They go really well, especially with someone that has a no like and trust audience. Okay. My third tip here is use your personal network. So personal Facebook pages are the best place to start because you have a no like and trust. People that you grew up with or you went to school with or, you know, you went to university with, they have a no luck like, and trust with you. Therefore, it is easier to get them to do business with you. That's the first thing is like when Steph and I want to work with someone now, we're going to ask our networks who is the right person to go with. And then people that we have no luck like, and trust with are going to refer us to their friends. Okay. And, and, and vice versa. So the best place to start and is the probably the most untapped place that people don't start is their Facebook page. And, you know, they have all sorts of like mindset issues that, you know, they don't want to post on their Facebook because it's not a business place or they want to keep it separate or, you know, insert X, Y, Z. Where do you see that going wrong, Steph?
1: I I think that most people are scared of that people are going to be judging them from their past, right? And it's like, it's so interesting because I think, you know, even looking back now, my first ever business coaching Mm -hmm. cohort I had two people from school that joined that cohort because they trusted me and they could see what I'd done over the last few years. And they were like, wow, Steph, it's so amazing. And, and even still now we work with people who I worked with, you know, 10 years ago in, in my corporate day job who were like, Oh my God, I love what you've done. I I really want to learn from you how you did it. And so guys, like your personal, especially when you're first getting started, your personal networks, there are people there right now that have seen your growth, have seen you change and that would love to be supported by you. Or even one of the girls in our program, Marty. She reached out to her personal networks and she ended up landing like a $10,000 paid speaking gig before she'd even really got any clients because someone in her network knew someone who knew someone who knew someone who got her an opportunity. And so guys, like your personal network want to help. And too often that we just don't ask, like we just don't ask. It's, it's like very simple as to what we talk about with making offers. You've just got to make offers. You've just got to ask. You've got to put your ego aside and you've just got to try.
0: And lastly, guys, this post in Facebook groups. They are like an unchained, untapped superpower in small business, especially in the you know under the seven-figure mark. It's it's super. It's awesome. how all
1: of us have grown. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. So groups like like-minded man haters drinking wine. <laughs> um, it's a funny story. Every time I read that group, it's like man hate going Tim, on. Tim Tim's there. in
1: that group, which is the funniest because it's just it is like man. It's man hate city, which is hilarious.
0: Yeah, I li- imagine if there was a man. Group, yeah, like Imagine that. if
1: there was a like minded like blokes drinking beer and, and all they did was write out on female entrepreneurs,
0: <laughs> yeah, it would oh, honestly it would make the news, but you know, double standards, we won't go there. And then there are millions of other groups that you guys can go in, okay? Just because you get kicked out of that group doesn't mean you know all groups are dead, guys. There's millions of groups you can post in.
1: We see our clients get fully booked on this all the time. Guys, if you don't have a Facebook group strategy, that's cool. Join successful.io is something that we teach and is, is, you know, is really, really easy to plug and play from our program to get fully booked. Mm. But posting in Facebook groups, honestly, it, again, it's that fear factor that, oh my God, what will people think? But the minute that you get past your own bullshit, the minute that you get past that fear, honestly, there is just untapped gold on the other side for you guys. All
0: right. Before we jump into listener questions, what are some final thoughts a uh, business owner might need to consider before trying to get fully booked?
1: I think you need to understand what fully booked really looks like. So just because what we see, we've seen it time and time again. We've even been at time and time again where you get fully booked and then you burn out because it's a lot of work getting fully booked, believe it or not. I think that the thing you need to really plan for when you're getting fully booked is like fully booked to like 80% capacity would be my recommendation. So... 80% 80% capacity, that means that you still have 20% capacity to do your marketing because what happens most of the time is that you get fully booked and then you have all this client work to deliver on and then you don't do any marketing and then those clients finish up and then you have no leads in your pipeline and then you have to do you know, any any marketing cycle takes six to eight weeks to start working, which means that if you don't market like wh- whatever you're doing eight weeks ago, you'll get the results today it will be a, ref- ref- a reflection of what you've done eight weeks ago. And so if you – right now are unhappy with what you've got, then yeah, eight weeks ago, you probably weren't doing a lot if you're really honest with yourself. And so if you need to continually be fully booked. If you want to have that consistency of income, then you need to have that consistency of marketing. So I would make sure that you're only fully booking yourself to 80% of your time capacity so that you can leave at least 20% to make sure that you continue to market and that you actually have space for some of those client projects to go over because they're not all going to run to time. People suck. It happens. You have to get used to it. It's part of business, but you you need to factor that time in. Anything else on that?
0: No, nah, I think you've nailed it. I just think maybe some mindset stuff is going to come up. Maybe some, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I don't deserve it. And this might be all subconscious cock blocks that are happening in your head without you knowing it consciously. But you know, from working with a ton of small business owners over the last few years, I think mindset is the number one thing that stops them from getting fully booked. We can give you all the strategies in the world on how to get fully booked, but if you don't action it from some mindset story that you're telling yourself, you'll never be successful.
1: I think the biggest mindset story we see is someone else is doing it and they're probably doing it better. Like I'm not as good as other people in the market. And it's like, okay, well, that's not a very if you think about it, that's not a very helpful story to carry through because when you get on a sales call, if you think that someone else is better than you and that client, you you're gonna immediately sabotage that sales call. So, guys, you have to believe you're the best. You have to back yourself, you have to be completely unhumble in the way that you show up about it. You don't see me being like, Oh, if you maybe you want to go and work with a different business coach, like maybe someone else's program like fuck that. Our program's the best. And so, guys, you really wanna make sure that you absolutely back yourself
0: all right we're going to get into listener questions i'll uh, ask you steph the first question from jess w we've got two questions from jess w today
1: thank so, you jess w
0: if you could only do one type of marketing what would it be and why
1: Oh, I find this really hard because there would be two, but pr- probably Facebook ads because it's so consistent. Like Tim said, it just it doesn't actually require you to show up. I could not post on my Instagram for a year and my Facebook ads will continue to, to run in the background without any tweaking from me. But it is a close second to email marketing because email marketing, Facebook ads are great from from a lead generation perspective, but actually getting sales, that's going to happen in your emails. And so I guess it really depends on my question back to you, Jess W, would be what outcome are you trying to get? Do you want leads or do you want sales?
0: It's funny. Most people listening to this right now are probably not doing either of those two. Okay. From knowing like our audience, they're probably not doing ads and they're probably not doing email marketing and coming from us as seven figure business owners, that's our recommendation. So if you're not doing that, get on it. And if you want to learn how to do it, ask us.
1: Question two, from Jess W. Again, thank you so much. How often do you review Facebook ads and how much do you spend for Success School? Great question. Do you have a budget for this?
0: yeah so how often do i review the ads at the moment i review them every day i've been through periods where i haven't checked them for a week or so you get into a little bit of uh, kind of analysis paralysis with ads if you start looking at it and really obsessing over the data you can get it you can obviously like fuck yourself over with that because you start changing stuff you start changing creative you start changing uh copy but facebook or the algorithm or the meta algorithm on facebook and instagram for paid ads works really well when you just leave it and let it do its thing. It's it's one of the most advanced AIs or, or algorithms in the world. You just need to let it do its thing. Once you've got good copy, you've got good creative and you set it up properly, it just does its thing. So how much we spend on ads and the budget for it. So our goal is 40 sales calls a month. So we work that back and we'll have a 50% close rate on average. So we need 20 to close. Usually it takes us about 10 leads to get a call booked. So we need 200 leads a month from ads, okay, just to cover our costs. And then you know, we're Going to say $10 a lead on the high end, which would give us two grand a month. Okay. And that's middle of funnel stuff. Okay. So if we're doing a lead magnet, we're getting a lead where, you know, we're going to message the lead like see if they got the lead magnet, if they enjoyed it, etc. have a chat with them and, and hopefully book them in for a call. So that's two grand on the middle of funnel stuff. And then we spend about 50 to 150 a day on top of funnel. So as I told you guys at the top of this episode, that's the awareness content. So Steph and I will pay for our reels or our podcast clips to be shared. That's to cold audiences and warm audiences. So cold is essentially anyone in our age demographic or Australia. And then warm audiences is our email list, etc. So 50 to 100 a day. And then we will spend 20 a day on bottom bottom of funnel. So bottom of funnel, we just target our warm audiences and then we send them to the successful landing page to fill in the application form. So all in all, we spend about five grand to eight grand a month on ads. And that is across Steph and my profile. Okay. Which is,
1: I know guys, you're listening to this. I know what will happen. Some of you will be listening to this and you'll be like, "Whoa, that is so much money. And others of you will be listening to this and you'll be realising that's a bloody cheap. I think it's so crazy cheap that we get to get all the leads that we need for very little work. You know, for six thousand dollars, six to eight thousand dollars a month is is crazy good, in my opinion. However, if you're listening to this and you don't have six, obviously we run a million dollar, you know, multi million dollar business. So, if you don't have six to eight thousand dollars a month to spend on this, we don't expect you to. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Of course, don't start
0: there. Don't start there. We That's, didn't start <laughs> there. Yeah. So
1: you know, we know Jess W potentially could spend that sort of money on this, being that she's one of our clients and we know her very well, but. You know for you guys if you're just getting started like how much would you recommend spending on Facebook ads initially five dollars a day five dollars a day like that's not $6, to eight thousand dollars a month guys we do the math on it so
0: so what I would probably do is I would have like a really good reel that's done really well and I would I would obviously run that as an ad for five dollars a day and then the, the CTA is like drive them over to your website or, or your landing page and you know book in a chat kind of deal and mm. you can get you know one cent views what's that per day that's hundred per day dollar and then 500. So 500 views a day, you could get on a really good reel.
1: Yeah. And guys though, I really want to touch on this. There's absolutely no point in spending that money if your landing page sucks, if you have no sales process, if your offer sucks, if your offer's not a heck yes, you're just going to be wasting money. Like those things have to be dialed in, absolutely have to be dialed in before you drive traffic. So your landing page needs work, your sales process needs work, your offer needs work. Those things have to be dialed in before you start driving traffic. Otherwise, you're just going to waste a heap of money on a heap of dead leads that are never going to convert.
0: Yeah. Another thing I see with with Facebook ads is, is people say it doesn't work or it's not worth it type deal. So, you know, for Steph and I to spend five to eight grand a month on ads, we only need to sell one person to pay that back into our program. Okay. And we've got you know, it's essentially hundreds of leads. We actually get about 500 to 900 leads a month. So 500 to 900 leads a month, and we definitely make a sale to pay that off, okay? I think the key here is, like, we have a high-ticket offer as well, mm. so we can recoup that very quickly. If you're selling something for peanuts and it costs you a lot to sell that thing for peanuts, then you're probably going to have a very hard time with ads.
1: And this is the thing, guys, like if you don't have people to talk about this with, if you don't have people who understand it, if you don't have people in your corner, if you don't have people who can review landing pages, who can review sales processes and all of those things, like you're just going to be shooting in the dark here. And this is where so many people waste so much money. And this is why like we are always paying coaches. Like our coach right now is an ad genius. (laughs) Mm. And so, you know, he's been really helping us out with all this as well. And so like stop wasting money. Stop throwing money at a wall. If you need help with this, like please just ask somebody who knows, aka us. We'll be so happy to help you with this.
0: As always guys, subscribe, follow the show. If you got some value from it, please let us know, leave us a five-star review. And always guys, it is 2024. If you want to grow and scale your business and build it to seven figures next year, if you want this year to be different than 2023, then apply for Success School. So go to www.successful.io, fill in the application form. We'll get you on a call with our team to see if you're a good fit for us and we're a good fit for you. If you're not, That's fine too. We can go our way, our separate ways. But we would love to open the opportunity to have a chat with you about growing your business next year. And then lastly, guys, 60% of our growth comes from word of mouth. So if you got some value from this, please share it with someone that would find this valuable. We love your support, guys. It's been an incredible 25 episodes. We're really excited to kick off 2024 on the Success School Podcast. I feel like we're just getting started. Like we've just got our shoot together. It
1: feels like we're really warming up now. Like we're taking this podcast thing way more seriously now as well. Like we've been kind of just like you know, having a good time and having a chat, but, like, we've got planning sessions involved. We're, like, upgrading our, like, podcast setup. up. Like, we're really, really going to be delivering hardcore for you guys, next, like, this year coming. So, like, buckle up, baby, because it's going to get so good.
0: And if you like the Bali episode and you think we should come to Bali to record more podcasts, please let us know as well. Please let me know, actually. Steph gets so much fucking love on the podcast. <laughs> God, I like, get I hate, nothing. I get so like, much I get love. nothing. It's crickets in my fucking – I'm the co-host.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's crickets
0: in my DMs. People
1: literally like, oh, my God, the podcast with Steph is so amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no worries. I'm just like
1: a fucking science. <laughs> so if you could love to him, that would be so amazing. <laughs> yeah,
0: give me some love. I need it.
1: Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next
0: week. See ya. Audience exclusive.